Hello, landing page optimization listeners. This is your host, Tim Ash. Next time you browse through iTunes or the Google Play Store on your smartphone, make sure to land on and download the webmasterradio.fm mobile app. Listen to new episodes of LPO every Monday or catch up on all the interviews featuring me speaking with the best and brightest conversion thought leaders of today. Download the webmasterradio.fm mobile apps in the iTunes Store or via Google Play today. Welcome to LPO, Landing Page Optimization. Landing Page Optimization expert Tim Ash is here to show you what it takes to create optimal landing pages. LPO brings you detailed case studies, opinions, and analysis from the leaders of landing page optimization. Now here's your host, Tim Ash. Welcome back, loyal listeners. This is your host, Tim Ash, with LPO, Landing Page Optimization. And this week, my guest is Christina Inge. She's a a very experienced digital marketer, was on the board of the American um, Marketing Association and also teaches at Boston University. And, of course, uh, I would be remiss to mention that she was a a speaker at one of our past conversion conferences. Welcome, Christina. Well, glad to be here, Tim. Yeah, so uh, to, you know, I know you're involved in lots of things on the digital side. Uh, tell us a little bit about why you're such a, a big fan and practitioner of conversion rate optimization. What have you done in that area? Um, I'm, you know, I specialize in companies that are either really early stage and need to launch a new product um, or a whole new company or companies that are really transitioning from an old brand that maybe worked 10, 15 years ago, but they want to approach a fresh new market. And, you know, it used to be even 10 years ago that a lot of those things were shots in the dark and it was very black magic. It was, you know, trust us, we're branding experts and we're absolutely convinced that purple with dinosaurs is going to be what's going to appeal to your new market. And if it failed, you know, (laughs) (laughs) exactly. There was maybe a lot of finger pointing at the agency, but nobody knew why. And conversely, if it succeeded, it was really hard to replicate. And when you work in that space the way I do, that's super early and you don't have any data, it's really in the testing that you start to see those early signs of life that this approach is working, we're resonating with this market. And right, you can, right. Yeah. And, and you, you, know, know. you probably can uh, imagine if, uh, you know, if the, those, of, those regular listeners of this program know how I feel about branding agencies and just the, <laughs> the notion of uh, branding in particular. The quickest way to end the conversion conversation is to say, that's off brand. And then that, that pretty <laughs> much shuts it down, you know, not that whether it has any merit or not, but it's off brand. Um, yeah, I always think that, uh, like, I agree with you that there sh- it should be a laboratory where you actually get your voice of customer feedback, and that is your brand. Whatever people think about your brand is your brand, not what you want it to be in your ivory tower, right? Exactly, exactly. And I, I think, especially in the tech space, there's a lot of really brilliant people who have this great vision, which is which is fantastic, but their vision for their product isn't always, in fact, it's never exactly the customer's vision. And at the end of the day, your customer is the one paying your bills, not, you know, not your mom, not, not your rich uncle, uh, you know, not your significant other who's telling you you're great. <laughs> it's, it, it's your customers and it's what they think that really matters. 
That's right. So, uh, okay, so voice of customer is obviously critical. The one thing that you mentioned, though, is you work with kind of startups, um, we, and you mentioned testing. Now, do you ever run into situations where you actually don't have enough traffic to test? Uh, I mean, that it kind of presupposes that you have a certain amount of conversions happening on your site or your landing page. Yes. Yeah. We. I actually ran into that very recently with um, a product that, you know, it was a web app. It was built in Ruby, and there wasn't enough traffic within the app to identify where people were falling out of the process of onboarding onto the app. Um, so that is a. It, it is an issue, but I've found that sometimes there's. I mean, there's always a way around it. One is to wait longer. Um, and run the tests longer till you do get enough data. And then sometimes the lack of data is your data. So if you have an app that's getting like, I don't know, 4,000, 5,000 people a week hitting the landing page to sign up for the app, people sign up for the app, they go into it, and then they take no actions, that is a data point. You know, it's telling you that once people get into the app, they're confused and they're dropping off. Maybe it's not what they were expecting. Maybe it's hard to use. You have UX issues with it. And then you have to go outside of your discipline and work cross-functionally with maybe the UX people who can do a test and wring some information out of sitting down with five people. So I think, you know, there's there's a lack of data. Sometimes that is the, the data point. And then sometimes you need to, I guess, think outside of conversion optimization and think, you know, are, is there a UX person? Is there sales data? Is there something inside Salesforce? Does that information live right, somewhere right. else? Yeah. And so, I mean, but also I hear that it's not just testing on the web or even on mobile, which is becoming more popular. I know that Optimizely, for example, with their landing page testing tools, uh, rolled out a mobile testing capability recently. And companies like Clicktail allow you to mm-hmm. not just track, record web sessions, but also mobile sessions uh, as well. But you're talking about it yet another level. It gets a lot harder to test when you're testing inside the app. Somebody essentially has to bake in testing in- into the app software itself, right? Right, right. And I'm I'm a huge fan of, of Kissmetrics and um, what Hiten and his team are doing over there is amazing. And I always tell clients, I always say, if you're at all a web-based app, if you've written anything that anyone can do on the web that's outside of just plain old HTML5, if it's, if it's in Ruby, if there's something people can do, your website is only the first part of the customer's journey. And, <coughs> excuse me, I'm, I'm getting over a cold here. I think when people fall down in testing, it's because they're falling down in what their vision of marketing is. Um, they think it's about the pretty. They think it's about, oh, our website looks nice and we have cute posters with dinosaurs, so we've done marketing right. It's about the whole customer experience, and marketing can and should touch on how does sales interact with people. How yeah, does it's funny, yeah, it's funny that you bring that up because we have this, uh, we have tactical assessments of websites, what we call an express review, uh, <laughs> and, you know, that kind of just uh, figure out all the conversion issues with it, but we also have this 
broader service called a Conversion 360, which is an audit of a whole company from a conversion perspective based on our conversion maturity model. And, you know, one of the th- standard things that we do as part of that is a touchpoint audit. So, like you say, it's not just the website. It's your follow-up email. It's the behavioral targeting sequence that you send out based on, you know, business rules and lead scoring. It's how you answer your phones. I mean, so we, we go through literally every customer-facing touchpoint in order to identify gaps in that conversion experience because your website might be wonderful and then there's a big drop ball somewhere else behind the scenes and uh, that's what's costing you money. Exactly, exactly. So I think when people say they don't have data, sometimes it's true there's not enough traffic Um, and sometimes there's data in other places and they're just looking at the whole thing not from a broad enough perspective. Okay, so I think kind of the lesson learned here, or I think the lesson we'd like people to learn if they're listening, is not to be so siloed. I mean, if you think conversion rate optimization is just testing, that's certainly not broad enough. But even if you think it's just UX or just copywriting or just visual design or all those things put together, it's broader than that. You kind of have to be a business analyst and, uh, and an advocate for your visitors. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think... The, the bottom line is is that if you're not looking at your whole business holistically, if you're thinking about marketing as one thing, sales as another thing, the app experience as another, <coughs> excuse me, you're really you're going to be leaving money on the table. Okay, so who uh, somebody has to own that global view now with the companies that you've worked with in the past, where does that reside? in an organization who is kind of the um, the person that owns it then this holistic view you know smart companies have somebody dedicated to analytics they have somebody dedicated to BI um, and hopefully that person is empowered to talk to every single function within the company and has the skill set necessary to figure out what kind of data you can get from the different silos what I'm seeing, though, in a lot of companies is that there's just – they're not doing it. They're doing it in a siloed way, partly because they think they're not big enough to do that, um, partly just because they don't understand that it needs to be done. When someone owns it, if it's done effectively, it's being pushed from the top down from the CEO or the COO. Uh, and they may work with marketing um, they may work with product to implement it, but if it's really, really going to work, it has to be coming from the top down. Okay, so is, is it possible to go the other way? Uh, is it possible to push the rock uphill and do it without upper management awareness or active support? Have you ever seen that work? Um, I've, I've done it, um, and it does work to some extent. <laughs> I, I think if everybody within the company at the department level understands that they need data and works well together already, like if, I'm, if I have a really good relationship with the VP of sales and, and he understands that I need lead quality data um, and that that's the missing loop in my A-B testing, so I can test landing pages for conversions in the sense of form filled out, um, 
and I can say, hey, you know, test A was way better because we had more people fill out the forms. I need him to close the loop with me and say, you know, all those people who filled out the forms, though, for test A were lousy leads. They were tire kickers. They were earlier in the sales cycle. Test B only got you 80 leads instead of, you know, 5,000 from the first one. But 90% of those people turn into customers. Then test B was the real success. So, okay, so so really, you know, I mean, what, what we want is the long the long view and the uh, the outcome view. In other words, it's not just that first micro conversion, which is the registration or the sign up or the form fill or the download that's happening on the page, but we want to trace it all the way through to outcomes and measure the ultimate value of it. Ideally, as as close to the bottom of the funnel as possible. So, I mean, ultimately, the goal is to get an accurate picture of the lifetime value impact on whatever Absolutely. you're doing. Absolutely. And I think if, it's, if that's going to work, um, whether it's driven from the top down or whether it's having to percolate from the bottom up, everybody who's responsible for and sitting on some data has to understand the need to work together. Okay, I so think- unlock the data. Basically, yeah. that's, that's the, the bottom line and start talking to each other. All right, unfortunately, we have to break for a commercial. Well, actually, fortunately, thank you to our sponsors. But we'll be back in two minutes with more conversation with Christina Inge. More LPO landing page optimization in just a moment. You rely on your website to promote your business. And while you're busy doing what you love, you need a site that can keep up. GoDaddy Web Hosting is built from the ground up for lightning speed, reliability, and rock-solid performance. It includes over 150 free apps like WordPress and Drupal to build and manage your site. And with 99.9% uptime and industry-leading load times, you never have to worry if your site is up and running. Visit GoDaddy.com and enter code HOSTFM to get web hosting for $1 a month, plus a free domain. Some limitations apply. See website for details. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping, and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing, nutraceutical, and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia on demand. Plus, let our in-house printing and CD, DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking, inside and out, and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy. 
Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. The balance of power is shifting, and in some cases, affiliates are growing larger than the brands they represent. Stay ahead of this and other trends with the Affiliate Marketing Insider. On demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to LPO, Landing Page Optimization, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Tim Ash. And we're back. This is your host, Tim Ash, with LPO, Landing Page Optimization, con- continuing my conversation with Christina Inge. Uh, now, Christina, you were talking about basically you know, how to make things work in an organization. So ideally, we have top-down support. Uh, from upper management, we also have uh, people not sitting in their little cubicles or silos and and sharing data. And, uh, and the third thing we talked about was focusing on you know real down the line outcomes and lifetime value. Okay, those are all ways to do it right. But what I'm seeing typically when we rate people on our conversion maturity model is that they're very early stages and that they're doing a lot of things wrong. Again, I have my own views about this, but I want to hear focus a, a little bit on uh, what are typical pitfalls and maybe in the, the, that uh, we can spot and hopefully avoid. What, what are ways not to do conversion rate optimization properly? I think one is to have overly high expectations of what it can do for you. Um, I was just recording a, a podcast actually for my own course um, in mobile marketing and and one of my experts um, Ziggy Zigfrakis of um, Crave Labs was talking about this too is people always think the next technology related aspect of marketing or business is going to be the magic bullet so if I do A-B testing of landing pages that's going to solve the fact that nobody wants to buy my products um, so one number one thing I see <laughs> right, <laughs> right exactly. number one thing I see is don't think that Conversion optimization is going to solve underlying business problems and assume that it's going to carry too much of the weight of your organization. Um, Two, another big red flag is not knowing what you're going to test at all. Just saying, oh, we need some A-B testing. And, you know, yes, leave a lot of that creative freedom of what to test to your creative team, whether it's your agency or whether it's your in-house marketer. But at the same time, you know, not setting goals as to what's a good conversion rate, not setting goals as to what you want to see down all the way down the line to the customer and the customer lifetime value, and not even having you know, your own creative vision as to, you know, do we feel like our copy is not good? Do we feel like our calls to action are weak? You know, testing it completely in the dark, just throwing every piece of spaghetti up against the wall can work really well um, if there's a lot of passion and energy behind it. But other times it just, the wheels fall off and it becomes this sort of vague hunt for something and we don't know what we're hunting for. Um, that's another right, really right, big yeah. red flag. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've seen I've seen that a lot. With I mean, in, in fact, you know, I think testing is a good thing. But unfortunately, it's just one quiver in the conversion rate optimization uh, arsenal, if you will. Yes. Um, and so, I think it's a mistake to focus completely on testing. And I'm and I actually get disturbed when organizations measure their conversion prowess by talking about testing velocity. Well, we used to do one test a month. Now we do 17 tests a month. Therefore, we're doing better stuff. Well, no, not if your ideas are idiotic and if you have no strategy for what parts of your user experience to improve. Exactly. Exactly. You you can test 
let me put it this way. If you're too, if you're a science teacher in a high school and you have two ideas, I'm going to teach that the earth is flat. Um, and I'm going to teach that people can live by photosynthesis. And I'm going to test those two ideas to see whether the kids <laughs> walk out of the class faster with one or the other. You're, you're right, Tim. You, the ideas are still idiotic. So you're not yeah. really, you're, you're, you're playing music on the deck of the Titanic at that point. Well, a lot of the work that, that we, we do um, in terms of our conversion management it involves knowledge transfer and teaching people to fish, if you will. And you know, one of the things we talk about is establishing a testing infrastructure, which means that you have to have an intake process for ideas about what's broken at the, in, the, in your user experience, where the biggest potential payoffs are, quantifying the the financial impact of that and then kind of uh, taking into consideration any technical challenges or resources required or even political capital you have to expend for example fighting to do a test of the home page is often you know a knockdown drag out even though it can be very impactful uh, but everybody wants a piece of it so yeah, all of those things both you know the ROI the resources required the, the timing and staging of these things as well as the the internal politics have to be kind of formalized into an intake process for for how to test and you and you keep reprioritizing the highest impact stuff first absolutely and i like the point that you made about um political capital because a lot of times things don't not get tested because there's a lack of infrastructure or work ethic on the part of the marketing or the BI team. It's because it's a sacred cow, and if we tested it, we'd get fired. Um, so, or there yeah. has too visibility too high up the line, and I'd have to get the sign off of the CMO or the CEO to do that. Exactly, exactly. So I think a lot of things get tested that are trivial because it's easy to do. It fill, you know, you're sitting there for eight, ten hours a day. And if you don't have the authority that everything can be tested, everything's up for evaluation, um, then you're really going to have people doing busy work. Yeah, and and it, and again, it's that, that you know where there's smoke, there's fire. The the presumption is if you're active and busy, that you're doing something productive, and I don't think that's necessarily the case. Like you say, it could be you know you're doing very trivial stuff potentially compared to how you could impact a business. All right, so maybe let's talk about getting a seat at the at the grown up table. Okay, so you're yes. in there in the bowels of the organization, and you're doing some kind of. You know, you're an online marketer involved with conversion rate optimization. How do you get people to you know, pay attention to you and to the, give you more latitude to do those kinds of things? What are some coping mechanisms or strategies that you've seen work? <laughs> coping mechanisms is, is sometimes, unfortunately, a good one, although a lot of organizations do support their testing person. Tell them. Tell them they're losing money if they don't. Um, there's a lot of really good case studies out there, and Tim, your organization is great about sharing that knowledge and being generous with that knowledge of what people have been able to do with a good, fleshed-out conversion optimization strategy and program. So, you know, point to all those great resources the community has or anything you've been able to do as a pilot program within your organization and ask for the permission to say, hey... I want to start a pilot program and I can bet you that I'm going to impact the bottom line. You would have to be in a very, very dysfunctional organization for someone to not realize at some point that this is financially impactful for the organization and it's not a smart thing to not do any testing. You may, if it's a very conservative organization, have to keep pushing it. 
but you know if they if they're not if they're okay with not knowing whether homepage A or homepage B works, then that's a sign of the health of the organization that you should heed and maybe polish up your resume. Hey, you know, I think that I'm with you on that. I mean, we've had instances where we've actually had tests that uh, were politically sensitive, let's just say, just because some, some higher up muckety muck, you know, uh, was paying attention to it. And we had an outcome where one of the new versions in the test was better than the original that was developed or let's just say at least um, shepherded by or endorsed by this this uh, this person and a lot of times what happens is you say hey here we are we had a successful test oh and congratulations if we put this version live we should make x millions of dollars a year more and then what actually happens is it still gets buried for political reasons it never sees the light of day or gets implemented live on the site i mean i've seen yeah. that happen yeah, I, I I hear you, and it does happen disturbingly often. Um, and then, are those companies still in business? Can I ask? Uh, yeah, they are. Wow. They're they're you know uh, they're multi billion dollar publicly traded companies. Okay. Uh, I can't name I can't name names, yeah, yeah. but you know it's kind of like oh we don't care about the and this is literally you know, we, we don't care about the extra eighteen million dollars because all of a sudden the new directive from the top is we care about quality score. That's how we're going to measure our organization's success. You know okay. that's our new KPI. Okay, good for you. Who needs money anyway? Yeah, who needs money? Who needs money anyway? And that, that brings up a really interesting point with the, you know, we've decided we like quality score is that a lot of times in testing, there are these corporate buzzwords that someone will read an article in Forbes and they'll want it to be measured. And they'll have absolutely no idea what, whether it's even a good measure or not. I mean, I always think about in market research the weird fads for net promoter score is fantastic. No, net promoter right, score right, right, sucks. Right, 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 exactly. You know, and it's, it's, there's, there's always that political football of I have to test using this instrument for this, this terminology, this score, because somebody has decided that that's the holy grail. Yeah, and th- th- that's right. So, I mean, as, as we discussed before earlier, what you really need to focus on are life uh, impacts on the on your financial situation given the lifetime value of their, your relationship with the client so it's not just getting them in the door it's making sure they do whatever you want them to do spend money they repeat customers they're happy they refer people i mean net promoter score captures some aspects of that but in a very very indirect way so um, you know, you you really have to just actually measure money outcomes. I think, uh, and and uh, get even some. Sometimes it's an early indication of things uh, and how they'll be down the line. In other words, you can't necessarily have a subscription-based model where you keep a client for an average of four years and no you know, wait four years to age your test results to see what actually happened, right? (laughs) That's obviously not not viable. But at the same time, you should say, oh, okay, you know, given historical parallels, some people who are acting this way early in the process should have a lifetime value of X. And you can do those kind of things. Exactly. And I think, you know, I'm always... I'm happy to help clients measure whatever, however they want. Um, at the end of the day, if they're focused on something other than the bottom line, the question often becomes why. And it sometimes yep. makes 
organic sense, like if I guess in medicine, for instance, patient satisfaction scores are very important. You know, you want people to be happy. Yeah, I mean, well, well, that's well, yeah, yeah but you, yeah. well, you know, there's a very strong link between someone being happy and the actual medical outcomes. Being too. alive, I mean, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. So, so no, but I mean, it's you know, so uh, like Bernie Siegel style. I mean, you know, your mindset is the cure in many cases. So anyway, we'll we'll come back to that. Uh, one of the things I want to explore after our last break here is your your you know diversity i guess you could say or your your polyglot ability to swear in five <laughs> languages uh okay yes. we got to come back to this okay we'll be back in 2 minutes after a word from our sponsors more lpo landing page optimization in just a moment before you painstakingly create another label or drag yourself to the post office, set a course to ShipStation, your key to e-commerce shipping nirvana. Save time by easily importing orders from wherever you sell, like Amazon, eBay, and over 40 others. Save money with discounted USPS rates and a free USPS account. Automate manual tasks through bulk label and invoice printing, custom shipping rules, and much more. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. While some affiliate networks can give you offers, Affiliate Offers Network gives you offers that pay big. Why do affiliates work with Affiliate Offers Network? How about because they work with powerhouse CPAs like Affiliate.com? How about that affiliates get paid every Monday to kick off their work week? Plus, learn how their green bucket system can turn your email, display ad, social, video, or mobile impression into profitable income. Get connected today with Affiliate Offers Network. Call 312-560-0175 or visit AffiliateOffersNetwork.com. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Our hosts, James and Arlene Martell, are here to inspire, inform, and motivate you with expert insight, interviews, and information that will increase your bottom line. Affiliate Buzz, on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to LPO, Landing Page Optimization, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Tim Ash. And we're back. This is your host, Tim Ash, with LPO, Landing Page Optimization. 
Uh, okay, Christina, before the break, I was talking about your amazing ability to swear in five languages. Now, now you know, I, I have merd, govno, shit, uh, you know, puta tu madre. I can do it in four, but you can apparently swear in five languages. Yes, yes. Um, it, this, is, this is a skill um, that has to do, I think, partly with growing up in Boston. Um, you learn very early that the drivers are aggressive um, and, and very rude on city streets. But, of course, obviously only you need to do that in, in one language and, and fight back in Boston. But you know, driving through Europe as a teenager, um, I learned, as, as family members did before, to to express my dissatisfaction with being cut off in a multitude of different languages. And it's, it, it's, it's an unusual talent, I, I must say, although I'm sure there's probably somebody <laughs> who can beat me and can do it in seven. Um, but it, it points to something that's – I'm going to pull it back to conversion optimization. I was Good thinking, how you. can I riff on this? <laughs> it points to the fact that you need to be culturally and contextually sensitive when you do anything, including flipping people off on the Autobahn. And that is – you need to, when you go in and you test something, we were just before the break talking about how in medicine there are measures that maybe matter more than they do in know, auto body shops. Um, keeping with the automotive metaphor here, when people say that they want to test something and it's in a different industry from one you're comfortable in, you need to understand what they really want by that. And and so just as in, you know, in some countries shouting and waving your arms out the window is just a normal, you know, rush hour experience. Yeah, welcome to Italy, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. And if you drove like a Bostonian in, in some parts of the South, people would, you know, think you were insane. Um, you really need to understand the industry that you're measuring in. I, I, measurement is... You know, we often talk about things as if they were universal. But yeah, and it's not. I mean, it's a it's lot not. about context and and matching the you know matching your audience's intent, as I like to say a lot about you know in the conversion uh, framework. So yeah, you have to speak to them in a language they understand, and in your case, literally. Um, yeah, all right. Well, exactly. <laughs> well. Um, so, so if um, if we want, if you want to just kind of give uh, a couple of quick tips for uh, companies that are going to be doing. Um, you know, just uh, conversion rate optimization, the biggest pitfalls to avoid, just a couple of quick tips. Uh, what would you focus on? If oh, you're just thinking all, about how do I do CRO? Um, first of all, learn to swear in the language of whoever is sitting on data or um, IT resources <laughs> that you need. Okay. Because, you know, if they're not going to put the right code on the website, expressing that very vociferously can help. Um, but in all seriousness, Know who the stakeholders are. Um, if you're coming in on a junior level and you're doing the tactical work, you know, the last thing you want to do is when you come in and you need to do, you know, do some testing and optimization to be told that the only guy with the passwords to actually access our CMS system is in the Ukraine um, and he's only available on Thursdays. That, you know, know what, know what you're walking into if you're on the tactical level. On the strategic yeah. level, define success. Because if you're, you, you're testing, you're testing against something. You don't know whether you're tall or, <clears throat> you know, whether you're thin unless you know what that should look like. What does success look like? Just saying, you know, right. we've got 0.3% more people clicking a button to download a white paper that 
talks about our fifth most important product. Well, that's great. Why did we start there? Um, it doesn't yeah. mean you don't start in a low stakes area, but know what success is and know what yeah. the ultimate goal well, is. Well, I think those are kind of just uh, two good universals. One is understand the constituents involved in doing any complex project. I think that's often overlooked and speak their language. You know, and for you know, the IT folks, or uh, that's going to be very different than what you're talking about to the corporate brand guardians about. Uh, and you have to make sure that in if from their frame of reference, what it's important to them. You might be talking money and the CMO and the CFO might care about that. But to the IT guy, it just sounds a lot like extra work to support your testing program. And uh, so you have to kind of make it clear what's in it for them. I have a whole chapter in my book about all the different constituencies involved in CRO. Um, so that was good. And then the, the other thing you said on the strategic level is really you know, going after the right measures, making sure you're not doing something either trivial or irrelevant. Yeah, and you know, I think you might need to start lower down the food chain, and that's a little counterintuitive. I think a lot of people, when they jump into testing, um, if they are doing it right, they may start at the highest stakes thing. And there's nothing inherently wrong with that, but if you're dealing with an organization that's cautious about testing, they're probably also very protective of those IP assets or those creative brand assets that are at part of the highest stakes pieces of real estate. Like That's right. And yeah, yeah. And I think that you know one of the reasons that we recommend often if you're going to have a, a conversion rate optimization program, again, not just testing, it also involves conversion redesigns when appropriate. And often that's more often than we like to think, uh, you can't test inside of a big mess anyway. Uh, so we recommend two tracks, kind of tactical and strategic. And on the tactical track, you might have some testing, and that's a great place to get started and get some psychological momentum and some quick wins. But at the same time, you uh, you know you have to have your eye on the important prizes and the most broken parts of the of the business, and and try to fix those once you have that backing and everybody's excited and has the religion. Exactly. And the other thing, I mean, it's obvious, don't, everyone says don't stop testing. But what I would warn you about is, warn listeners about, is that you can also get test happy. You don't need to test yeah. the subject line of every email no, that no, goes no, out. No, 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 no. Yeah, exactly you know? right. You know, if, don't do it to settle bar bets. That's, that's kind of the final <laughs> word on that. Well, unfortunately, exactly. we're out of time. Uh, Christina, thank you so much for, for being on the program. Um, and folks, for those of you that uh, want to catch great speakers, unfortunately not Christina this time around, but in, in our, at our last U.S. conference of the year, uh, come to Chicago, uh, June 17th and 18th, and use promo code WMFM for $100 off. That's just for our Webmaster Radio listeners. WMFM for $100 off. Christina, thanks again. And Thank loyal you. listeners, we'll uh, see you on the flip side. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program 
are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.